Good morning, Mr. Ambassador, and uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thank you very much, John, for having me with you. Um, I want to say what a, what a pleasure it is to be with you and with the whole team from NHS. Um, NHS does fabulously important work um, in support of our people-to-people -people relationship, and I look forward to continuing to build, that, build on that in the, in the years ahead. Um, it's also a real honor to be speaking, um, especially after Minister Kakilius. Uh, you know, Vasilius got his start as a basketball player, um, as, but he's really been one of the MVPs in terms of Greece's response to this pandemic emergency. Um, it's been really inspiring to be representing the United States through this unprecedented and, and difficult couple of months. But in some ways, the story thus far in Greece has been a good one. Um, the Greek government, led by Prime Minister Mitsotakis, um, moved early and aggressively uh, to respond to the pandemic, um, implemented a very severe lockdown, which people were not very happy about. Um, but as a result of that two months of sacrifice, um, Greece has now begun the process of reopening in earnest. Uh, Greece was very successful in keeping its numbers down, as I'm sure Minister Kakilius has talked about. Um, what was also really inspiring was to, for me to see how, how Greek citizens pulled together, uh, because this was not just a government effort. It was a, it was a society effort. And I think one thing that especially a diaspora audience in the United States will appreciate, this has been a moment of national pride in Greece for a country that went through a very difficult decade in which many decisions were dictated by the European Troika, in which the economy lost 25% of its, of its value. And all of a sudden, Greeks again have a reason to hold their head high. They, they went from being in many ways the black sheep of Europe because of their economic difficulties to being a real model of successful management of a complex governance challenge. I think to his credit, Prime Minister Mitsotakis made an early decision to put the scientists out front. So it was Dr. Siodras every night who was on television reminding Greeks of why they had to stay at home and what was happening with the progress of the pandemic. Um, this was not a political football in Greece the way it has been in, in some other countries. And that has worked to the society's benefit. And everything that the government has done um, from the beginning of this has been guided by scientific advice and by the epidemiology. Uh, last point I, I would make is just to emphasize how proud I was of the role that American companies played through the Greek response. American technology companies like Microsoft and Google and Cisco played an important role in helping the government to build the digital tools that they used to guide their response, to inform citizens, um, and to measure the effectiveness of their, their, their health policy interventions. Um, and these same American technology companies have played an important role in what has been one of the, the unexpected silver linings of the pandemic which has been the dramatic progress that Greece has made over the past three months in digital governance. This is a country that when I came here four years ago, was it pretty close to the bottom of European rankings for technology in governance. And a lot of bureaucracy, as anybody who's done business here can tell you. Um, they have now leapt forward in that area and Minister of Digital Policy, Petakakis, assures me uh, that they're not done. Uh, that they want to ride this momentum to really uh, go to the cutting edge in terms of using technology to make government more efficient, more responsive to citizens, and to help facilitate economic growth. That's clearly the government's top priority now. 
Uh, the Prime Minister has begun to uh, encourage the reopening of the economy, especially the vital tourism sector. Uh, but they've made clear they want to do so in a way that's both safe for tourists, but also safe for Greek citizens um, who want to make sure that their strong record up until now is preserved going forward. So that's how it looks. As always, it's a huge honor to be American ambassador in Greece, and especially at a time when our relationship is moving forward so positively on so many different areas from defense to business uh, to our technology and people to people ties. So thanks for having me with you and look forward to a short conversation. Well, I want to get into a, a lot of those points that you just touched on, but let me begin uh, as a Philhellene. Uh, you know, the Greek people are known for their independence, and yet they bought into measures that really constricted them personally to try to fight this crisis. Why do you think the Greek people bought into, bought into this effort? It's a really good question. I, I think one aspect of it is the, the value the Greeks place on family. Um, and you know, this, this pandemic, just like in the United States, caused a lot of fear, but that fear was especially acute for households that had older people who were more vulnerable living with them. So Greeks tended to take this very seriously. And then the other, I think, is a consequence of the, the, the 10-year economic crisis. The fact that Greece's health infrastructure had deteriorated, everybody understood that. So when they saw this disease coming at them from next door in Italy, everybody knew they needed to buckle in and treat this very seriously. And what has the response done uh, to the credibility of the Greek government on the international stage? So I think it's, it's brought great reputational benefits. As, as I noted, um, for a long time, the Greek headlines were all about economic crisis, was Greece leaving the Eurozone, banks collapsing, and then it was about the refugee emergency. Now, all of a sudden, you have CNN and the Washington Post and BBC and everybody else running stories about this amazing Greek success story and asking questions like the one you just asked me. How did they do it? So I think that's a really commendable change in the narrative. And I know that the prime minister is committed to leveraging that reputational gain to the task of economic growth and recovery um, and promising that the same efficiency that his team brought to fighting the pandemic they will now bring to the task of creating an environment that's more favorable to foreign and especially American investment. Now, you also mentioned uh, the many challenges that Greece faces right now on the geopolitical scene, uh, the economics uh, of, of the country, also uh, issues uh, uh, with their neighbor Turkey, issues uh, of their uh, territorial integrity, uh, and and of course the pandemic is, is not yet over. How is Greece equipped now, in your view, to deal with all of these in light of where we've come in the last year? So one of the things that works to Greece adva Greece's advantage is the fact that the bilateral relationship is stronger than it's ever been. Now, that was stated repeatedly by President Trump, by Vice President Pence, Secretary Pompeo, Senator Menendez, Speaker Pelosi, all of the leaders that Prime Minister Mitsotakis heard from when he was in Washington in January. I think we were really lucky that we got the prime minister to Washington when we did, because you heard a very clear message there reaffirming the U.S. commitment to our alliance with Greece, the value that we place on this relationship. And then significantly, it was also the occasion to mark how Greece is doing more with the United States. 
especially in the defense and security area, where our forces at Suda Bay are busier than they have ever been, where we have new deployments of American helicopters in Stefanovicchio, American Air Force units in Larissa, American troops moving through Alexandropoli. So we are here, we will stand by our alliance relationship, and I can promise you that Washington is strongly committed to continuing to develop and deepen this relationship as we cultivate Greece, as we say, as a pillar of stability in a strategically dynamic and complicated region. Mr. Ambassador, there are so many issues you just touched on, and, and I would love to spend a whole hour speaking with you with, uh, about all of those, and perhaps we can set something up in the future to get more in-depth into all of those issues. But let me ask you now, I think a lot of Americans and Greek Americans are wondering what kind of experience they might have coming to Greece this summer. What is your message to anybody who's thinking of traveling, any American who's thinking of traveling to Greece at this time? So the Greek government has adopted this wonderful advertising campaign, the Greek summer is a state of mind. And it was funny to me watching the reaction because most Greeks looked at this and they said, what does this mean? And I looked at it and I said, I know exactly what it means because I've had three Greek summers and I'm looking forward to my fourth. You know, this is a, a wonderful country and it's a wonderful season. Uh, the government this summer is going to feel different because of the social distancing measures that will be in place. Uh, the government has made clear that they want to ensure that people continue to respect the most important measures that we all know from life in America. Wear a mask if you're in a crowded space, like on a ferry. Masks are required for people riding, riding on ferries or, or on aircraft. Um, keep your distance when you're out in public. The one epidemiological fact that seems to be pretty clearly established now is that the, the disease um, uh, is less likely to spread in open spaces where people are spread around. And the good news about Greek summer is that is, that is the essence of a, a Greek summer experience is sitting on a spectacular beach where you've got it half to your own, um, enjoying the, the wonderful water, the wonderful food, the wonderful people. So um, they're gonna be careful about this. And, and what I've said to Americans who are coming is, uh, it's important to, to be smart. And the, the disease uh, has not forgotten Greece. Um, and uh, so everybody has to be smart through this summer, but this is also, especially for Greek Americans, a moment where the government is hoping very much to salvage some of its tourism economy, which is so important to the overall economy, 25% of, of GDP roughly. And as the prime minister has been saying, uh, the pie this year for tourism is going to be smaller, but Greece wants to take a larger share. And it's especially interested in more of the, the high-end quality tourism and less of the kind of mass tourism that you see, you know, in some places in Crete and Rhodes um, that involves lots of people jammed into um, closed spaces, which isn't, isn't very wise in the current environment. Uh, let's try to wrap up now. Many people or some people are fearful about uh, some of the issues that Greece faces and, and, and perhaps that they might accelerate. But how optimistic are you at this point uh, about where Greece has come from in the last few years and where Greece is going and where Greek-American relations are going? So, John, you put your finger on it. Um, it's sort of your perspective depends on when you started. And when I came to Greece four years ago, People were worried about Greece leaving the Eurozone, about the banking system collapsing, about Greece not complying with the obligations of the Troika. Nobody asks about those things anymore. The Greek economic 
recovery should be relatively strong um, as we get into 2020. And, and the U.S. government is committed to supporting that process. The U.S. government at the highest level. Our bilateral relationship is stronger than it's ever been. I'm very optimistic we're going to continue to um, continue to invest in that. And regardless of what happens in our politics, one of the great benefits that I enjoy is the fact that today um, there is a strong bipartisan Republican and Democratic consensus behind the relationship that we're building here. Um, it's a complicated environment and a, and a difficult world, but I think the, the record of governance that Greece has demonstrated uh, and the record of continued reform that the prime minister has reaffirmed um, make me optimistic that Greece is going to come out of this about as well positioned as anybody. And my job is to make sure that we on the U.S. government side, the U.S. Embassy, um, the State Department, all of our colleagues in Washington, that we're focused on the opportunities here. We capitalize on those opportunities and to continue to do what we've done over the, so effectively over the past few years, which is to work along multiple um, lines of effort, our defense relationship, our investment relationship, our people to people ties. Uh, the way in which we, we work together to synchronize our foreign policies in the wider region, um, how we deal with challenges, whether it's the pandemic or the role that China's playing in the, in, in the international system. So it's a very exciting and positive time in the bilateral relationship. I'm really proud to lead our team out here, and I'm very bullish on the future. Mr. Ambassador, thank you so much for joining us. Great. Thanks, John. And again, my huge thanks to all of our colleagues and friends at NHS and look forward to seeing you in person here in Greece before too long. I look forward to that, too. Thanks.